0: of the morning glory retreat Saint Maximilian Kolbe So this week we'll focus on the example and the words of the 20th century apostle of Marian consecration with Saint Maximilian Kolbe Kolbe knew well de Montfort's Marian teaching and spoke enthusiastically about it in formulating his own expression of true devotion to Mary he not only deepened several of de Monfort's insights, but added many new ideas from his own contemplation of the mystery of Mary. Before we turn to his Marian teaching, let's first get to know the man. So, Day 8 of the Morning Glory Retreat. And the topic is, Who are you, Saint Maximilian Kolbe? If we were to ask the saint this question in an interview, we might be disappointed, at least initially, with gentleness and humility, he would probably reply. Now, that question is not so important. What is really important is this, who are you, O Immaculate Conception. This answer should not disappoint us if our goal in the interview to get to know saint Maximilian, for his answer actually tells us a lot about him in fact one great passion of his life was to come to know the mystery of mary particularly as she revealed herself to saint benedict of lourdes when she said i am the immaculate conception why did she call herself the immaculate conception isn't her name mary so tomorrow we'll begin to reflect on this intriguing mystery. Today let's see what in our hypothetical interview Kolbe would have answered. Who is St. Maximilian Kolbe? He's known by many titles: Mater of Charity, the saint of Auschwitz, founder of the Militia Immaculata, apostle of Mary, patron saint of the 20th century. But before all this he was just Raymond Raymond Corbe, who in eighteen ninety four was born into a poor Polish farming family. And from the beginning one wouldn't have guessed he would eventually be a great saint. In fact, one day his mother was so frustrated with his behavior that she yelled at him in exasperation Raymond. What will become of you? This shook the boy to the core. Filled with grief, he immediately turned to the mother of God, asking her, What will become of me? Then he went to the church and repeated his this question. The future saint recounted what happened next. Then the virgin mother appeared to me, holding in her hands two crowns, one white and one red. She looked at me with love and she asked me if I would like to have them. The whites meant that I would remain pure and red, that I would be a martyr. I answered yes, I wanted them. Then the virgin looked at me tenderly and disappeared. The white crown of purity came fast. Raymond confirmed himself in it when, as brother Maximilian, he professed religious vows, one of which was chastity. But his purity was not just of the body, for there is another kind of purity, the purity of intention. A person practicing purity of intention, when he directs his thoughts, words, and actions not to himself or others, or other creatures but to a divine purpose or mission and ultimately to God. Perhaps because of his natural intensity and passion Colbert felt a particularly strong desire to give himself to a specific mission or goal. One of his classmates in the minor seminary relates. He often said that he desired to consecrate his entire life to a great idea. Colbert's great idea eventually crystallized into what he called the Militia Immaculata, which he started in 1917 with six of his fellow seminarians, the MI as they called it. Truly it was a great idea and at least in the sense of its ambition. Its goal was nothing less than to bring the whole world to God through Christ under the generalship of Mary Immaculate and to do so as quickly as possible. So fulfilling this mission through obedience to God's will in union with Mary Immaculate was Corbe's entire concern. His pure intention and He sacrificed everything for its accomplishment, which brings us to the Red Crown. 1941, after decades of incredibly fruitful apostolic labours in Poland and Japan, Kolbe was arrested by the Gestapo and sent to the Auschwitz concentration camp. Before his arrest, his brother Franciscans had pleaded with him to go into hiding. He said he was grateful for their loving hearts but could not follow their advice later he explained why have a mission the Immaculata has a mission to fulfill that mission was accomplished on the eve of the feast of mary's assumption into heaven when after having volunteered to take the place of a prisoner condemned to starvation the impatient Nazis finished Corbe off with a little injection. Thus, Saint Maximilian died a martyr of charity and received his second crown from his Immaculata. Today's prayer: Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, make me pure in body and spirit, and help me to die to myself. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your own Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners us now and the hour of our death. Amen. So I'd like to draw your attention to these words. That, but his purity was not just of the body. For there is another kind of purity, purity of intention. A person practices purity of intention when he directs his thoughts, words, and actions, not to himself or another creature, but to a divine purpose or mission, and ultimately to God. You see, each one of us has been created to fulfill a purpose, and until we come into the knowledge of our assignment here on earth, then our lives cannot be fruitful and fruitful I mean not just in this world but our life here has to be connected with what Jesus came to give us which is eternal life so our mission and purpose cannot be earthbound it has to be heavenly it has to be divine and then we start off with here our day-to-day activities or professions Uh, in most cases, are just activities that we have to do while we are here. But our ultimate purpose, ultimate goal, is to be uh, realized in our next life. And that is why dying to self here is important. It doesn't mean that we all have to give ourselves to die, but it means to surrender. It means to give up. Uh, several things that could easily cause us to be attached too much into this world and detached from the purpose of god in our lives and our intentions if we skip uh seeking god and offering ourselves to god every day then we'll be protected from being so much attached into this world so like the words of jesus he said that I am going back to the Father, I will prepare a place for you, and when it is finished, I will come and get you. So that means this is just part of the life that we are meant to live, but the continuation is in heaven. So every day of our lives, in each and everything we do, that is why he has to be part and parcel. Jesus has to be part and parcel, and that is why he came. So if whatever we do every day of our lives, not just directed to just make us happy or people around us happy then if we do it for god with god and through god for jesus through jesus and with jesus then we are assured that definitely the results will be self-fulfilling and the results of what we do also will be is going to bring glory to god And it's going to work for our own good because there is a Romans 8.28 that says all things work out for good for those who love the Lord and those who are called according to his purpose. So we have to seek to love God every day. We have to seek to do his will every day. And we cannot do his will if we don't love him. We cannot uh, love him and not do his will. And then in the end, everything is going to work out for our own good and for the greater glory of his name. May the Lord help us to keep our focus fixed on him, to keep our focus fixed on accomplishing our mission and our purpose here on earth. And with the help of Mother Mary, then we shall achieve it. Because the Lord told us to behold our mother. May the Lord bless you and have a wonderful day.